Yeah, like every time I do spill wine, I look up, like Google how to get red wine out of this, how to get white wine out of this. Yeah. And like the suggestions, I swear none of them work. Like, have you heard the one of when you spill red wine, you spill white wine onto it? Oh, get fucked. <laughs> and how is that a thing? <laughs> like white wine doesn't cancel out red wine. <laughs> and then you have to go back to the grapes that you originally got the wine from and smudge <laughs> yeah. the grapes in and it will nullify. And then you have to ask the grape, yeah. the grape grower to please. You do and they have to come and do their blessings on the carpet to <laughs> exercise yeah. and wine demons. Oh my God. And then there's like soda water, which actually does work. Like like um, ah. effervescent water does work a little bit. You know, yeah. it depends how like how severe of a stain we're talking. Have you done your coffee one? Um, have I done, what have I done with coffee? Yeah. Um... Oh, what have I done with coffee? I think I've tried soda water with coffee as yep. well. One thing I do for baby vomit is like <laughs> <laughs> is um is like cornstarch to soak up all the excess because yeah. you know vomit's quite yep. watery. Yep. Soak up all the excess liquid, leave that for a while, mm-hmm. and then do like a dish soap scrub, yeah. and then and then water on top of that. Cool, because I've, I've I've kind of experimented with like something like baking soda or something to, to absorb. Baking soda is scary it, though because it, it can leave a white mark. It did. Yeah. It, so it, do it, a corn it purified the carpet beyond than what it should have. It just kind of bleached the area. I was like, oh. Yep. That's a nice clean area. Was it a area. white carpet? I'm not, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Originally, it's still a white patch in amongst <laughs> a, a patchwork yeah. of stain. We have one like that upstairs Because it's a share house, you know, so I've inherited many people's carpet yeah they're filth yeah but i found with coffee i managed to extract every inch of this coffee through a mixture of vinegar uh detergent and mixing that into a mix what kind of detergent like just like um like soap that you'd use through dishes um oh i can't remember what i used but i think it was like a carpet sort of floor cleaning detergent type thing okay and i just mixed it into with water and spilled it back over the area Ah. you get paper towel and you just absorb and you just dab and dab and dab and dab and dab and it absorbs and it takes the coffee out with it. Oh, great. Yeah. That's awesome to know because coffee is like, it's just a lost cause pretty much in my mind. Like mm. if I get coffee on something, I'm just like, okay, well that's coffee colored now. So yeah. That's just like, All right. I'm just going to have to deliberately spill more coffee to yeah, sort of. Over make, the entire surface area. To make a bit more of a texture in this. But it's, coffee has a nice color to it, I guess. So I don't mind like decorating yeah. around that tone yeah well i mean that's how you get the, the old vintage look right <laughs> yeah exactly like when you're little and you make treasure maps and like soak them in coffee and then burn <laughs> the edges the <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like rubbed in dirt in the ground yeah. yeah it was like but you didn't want to spend too much time like you wanted to get it as old looking as you could in as short amount of time as possible because you wanted to play your game right so it's yeah. like okay Gotta be strategic about this. <laughs> like, uh, can I, how long will it take me to make it look two hundred years old? <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Oh, Don't so leave it with cute. me. Can you imagine, like, being a little kid and running your own business for kids, and everyone finds out, like, oh, you want to make a treasure map? You got to talk to this person. Yeah, he will sort you out. And, and then oh they come God. up to you, like, all right, come back to me in twenty four hours. Twenty four hours? Is that it? He's like, trust me, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i hope lenny does that i hope kids still do stuff like that it's very wholesome yeah do they is there like a know. little rascals-esque world out there for kids i really hope so i really really hope that so. was my kind of hybridized childhood it was a, it was a big element of that yeah just like clubhouses and like yeah. shenanigans and- i used to have like i never realized until now it was an, a little greenhouse in one of the houses i lived in um, and I just thought it was a magical cubby house. Oh my god, cute! And when we got our kitchen floors renovated, I used all the leftover cut off Lionel, and I actually put Lionel floors in there. Had a chalkboard, proper chairs and tables. It was really kitted out. I yeah, must say. that sounds freaking amazing. How long did you live in that place? Um, that was that was a big part of my life. So oh, that good. was um, a good six years. Oh good. Yeah. And what year how old were you during that time? So it was from the ages of seven, probably up to through roughly about ten is Perfect. when I got good use out of it. And after ten your imagination goes to shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's elsewhere. Other exactly, yeah. It might have become more active, but just in other ways. And more focused on uh, yeah. certain things. Boobs. Hello and welcome to Happy Birthday the Podcast. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Happy Birthday the b- The Boobcast. Happy Happy Boobs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> happy boobs. Happy 
<laughs> podcast where we talk about boobs in all the happiest ways we are so happy about boobs and we're also happy to have you but we're gonna make you sad in a minute because we have some we have some news we have something to share with you yeah this is going to be the last episode of happy birthday podcast as you know it as you know it in this format um i've decided i'm taking a bit of a break because i need to channel a bit more energy into some study for a bit because it takes a long ass time to prepare for these episodes. It does. We put in a lot of research, the recording, the yeah. editing. It takes a lot of time. And even though we both have so much fun doing it, yeah. it takes a long time. And, and you want to do beautiful treasured things like this properly. Yeah. You don't want to rush it or feel any resentment if, if it's you're trying to fit it into your life. And Yeah. Um, yeah. So don't be sad because... I'm working on a new idea to reformat the podcast because mm. I want to keep doing it. What I'm going to do is record a couple episodes in this new way and see how it goes. And if it's good, then I'll release one teaser episode before the end of the year, take a break, and then come back in the end of January with a whole new happy birthday podcast. And Jerry doesn't even know what it is. I have no idea. <laughs> and I'm going to be on the other side of the uh, airwaves Yeah, you better keep listening. I'm excited. Yeah. Did you know I'm a podcast fiend? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. I knew. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, it's just making sure. That's just like I had to really validate you then. I'm like, no, 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 we'll listen. Yeah. It's <laughs> not so like I'm just going to blow this off and go into bigger things. Yeah, I'll never I've got see other you podcasts again. to go to now. Yeah. No, I don't. And other friends. This, it's all, like, not only am I leaving the podcast, I'm leaving this friendship. <laughs> I'm leaving oh, the that country. Would be so sad. Yeah, it'll be sad. So, what we thought we'd do today was just, um, just reminisce. So reminisce about what we've learned on the show throughout the course of the year, um, some of our favorite episodes and things that stood out from them, and then also some of our like our personal birthday stories mm. that um, that have stood out to us throughout our lives, throughout all the birthdays we've had. It's going to be a lot of fun, but it's going to be tinged by a little bit of sadness. Yeah. Because like we said, we've had the best time doing this together. We have. It's been a whole freaking year. We've had quite the adventure, quite the experiment, quite, yeah, just a little, what I love about this is it's just been really emergent. And so I've never been able to really preempt or feel like I've been, I was going to know what was going to happen. And yeah. I think through that has been a wonderful surprise in something that would seem seamlessly just in the periphery of life. Yeah, I know. It's like, I, I was really excited about it from the beginning. Especially when I mm. talk to you and you're excited too. Mm. But yeah, I, I was continuously surprised by how much I learned. What augments this as well is when you talk to other people and then all of a sudden they, like, they just stop you and go like, oh, hey, I've got this really fun fact. Yeah. And then you find out the fun <laughs> fact was from the podcast and you're like, oh. Yeah, you're like, you listened and that made an impact <laughs> yeah. on you. That's awesome. Um, so I guess I thought we could start by just talking about some of our favorite episodes. Like which ones we just loved recording and which ones we think came out. Are the- you jumping the gun? Bit? <gasps> I am jumping the gun. I know this is the last <laughs> and it's really exciting, but we yeah. need to do this properly. Birthday news. Thank okay. You. So in the spirit of reminiscing, I pulled out a news story that I'd I'd bookmarked ages ago, but just never got the chance to say. So this is old news. It's not news anymore, but um, I thought I really like this okay. one. People living in Nottinghamshire Village in the UK, they held a mock birthday for a pothole <laughs> complete with a cake after complaining about the pothole to the council for two years <laughs> so the villagers reported it to the nottingham county sorry nottinghamshire that's such a long word nottinghamshire i feel like it should just be nottingham anyway that's a different place so nottinghamshire <laughs> county council but the hole had not been repaired and in fact it had grown even deeper over the two years since they first reported it <laughs> So they got a little cake, they put two candles in it, because the pothole had been there for two years, (laughs) and placed it next to the pothole for a lovely photo, and sent that photo to the council. (laughs) And you should Google this, because it's just, it's a really funny picture, it's like this shitty pothole, and then this little tiny store-bought cake with two candles in it, just sitting in the middle of the road next to a pothole. (laughs) I loved it. I love how, like, what a humorous approach they took to, like, you know, making a civic complaint. (laughs) Yeah. This could get us down, or we're just going to, like, turn this into something fun. (laughs) So good. I hope that it got their attention. I didn't get a follow-up story about, like, whether or not they finally got it fixed. If they got it fixed or not. Yeah, but good work, Nottinghamshire. Well done. Favorite episodes, Jerry. Ones that we've loved recording and have, yeah, maybe learned the most from, maybe... 
standout bits from each episode. Mm. Um, I thought I'd kick off by saying that yeah. cake episode and champ episode, champagne episode and greeting card episode. They probably stood out as like as my favorite. Why is that? Well, I'm thinking that maybe I, I particularly like the concrete things, the, like, you know, the actual things rather than mm. the abstract ideas. Mm. Because greeting cards I have a very deep mm. connection to. And I love just finding more, out, finding out more about the history of greeting cards, mm. the greeting card industry, paper, and, you know, the, the connection between the sense of touch when you hold a card and what happens in the brain. Mm. It blew me away. I found it so interesting. Mm. Cake, I love to eat it. I wanted to know more about That's it. That's it. Found out more. Same with champagne. I love to drink it, but yeah. I never thought about its profound connection to celebration mm. and like how much longevity there is behind mm. that. So yeah, I think those three were probably my favorite to record. But then we did some awesome abstract ones too. Yeah. You know, it's really funny because like, I think that's where we balance each other in this podcast is like, I'm definitely in the abstract yeah. side. I'm like, oh, give me the abstract. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I, I remember like in our like preparation, like I'm like throwing all these abstract stuff out there and you're like, yep, and that's that's good. They're great. But we should put some more, uh, <laughs> yeah. some, some, you know, Don't proper forget the cake stuff. and the wrapping <laughs> paper. Like, oh yeah, sure, sure. But like, what about the... <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's yeah. exactly why we balance each other yeah. out so well. Yeah. What were some standout topics like? So yeah. for me, like, I think gift giving was nice. That was a really cool Because it was a great blend of both those elements. You're right, actually. I forgot about that episode. Yeah. And um, I think any episode for me where I transform the way I see everything has been a really important episode. And I might not see it at the time, but I see it down the track. You're right. Yeah. And um, it definitely reinvigorated the spirit of gift giving and appreciating its role in society and what it enables in yeah. relationships and... Um, yeah, it's just a it's a wonderful ritual if you, however you want to do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I learned a lot from that episode yeah. as well. You're right. That was a really good one. I can't believe I ever liked that. Champagne was a delight for me, and I because just because I was like champagne, and that's that was so wonderful because I was like, wow, champagne's really interesting. Yeah, There's such a complex identity and history behind it. Yeah, it's like it's the modern day holy water. That's crazy. <laughs> I never would have known that. Modern day holy water. Yeah. Yeah. And the dirty thirty was a, was a good one too. That was a good one because I think there's a lot of um, home truths that we sort of got into, which were, I think were just kind of representative of I think a lot of the pressures we go through in modern life, but yeah. also just like the joy and and the way you can take that as an opportunity to um, just be just be excited. Yeah. And I think that the what we covered in that episode really it extended way beyond just turning yeah, 30. Like it, it really – it would apply to anyone that is feeling, I don't know, in, in any way trepidatious or particularly excited about mm. an upcoming birthday mm. or any milestone really because mm. I think similarly to – we talked about it a little bit in that episode but also in the um, – the birthday come down episode. Yeah. I really liked that abstract topic. I mm. found that one super interesting and just what happens to your brain during, you know, a period of really heightened yeah, emotional true. activity yep. and like how that, how that affects you on that day and going forward. Mm. That's, that's, that's really interesting. And it all, it all makes sense. Like once you learn this stuff, you're like, yes, yeah. that is what happens. That is the effect it has on me, but I never recognized it. And now that you recognize it, you can wield it. <laughs> totally. To it's such benefit. a valid point. Yeah. And, and hearing how everyone else related to those episodes as well. And just to, you articulated a feeling that was lurking sort of within me that yeah. I just never really knew to acknowledge. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that's a, that's familiar, but yet it's new. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. And it's like interesting because I can recognize a lot of things in, in the, the birthday episode. It just seems to be in a bit more of a heightened, concentrated time, birthdays. But I recognize those feelings and those reactions in a lot of other areas of my life. Yeah, around true. similar environments or occasions or even just relationships with like something like objects like drinks, like champagne or candles, everything else. To really learn about the history in human in humanity and why they're there and how they became in those contexts, yeah, kind of gives a bit more of a I don't know an, an identity because you kind of reach back into the ancestors and yeah, you know, way more depth in yeah. in like everyday things you might not have totally, thought about. Yeah, and also on that note, like giving more depth to just everyday things that you do. When we talked about, um, I can't remember what episode this was. You might remember the rituals around consuming food so that might have been in the cake episode because we talked yeah. about like yep, yep, why yep. we blow out the candles i mean 
there's Can a lot I call of elements. Called a party, in there. yeah, yeah. One of oh, them. Oh, it was party. I think. It was I think it was party. a party episode. Yeah. Ain't no party like a birthday party. Mm. Yeah, just how the rituals around consuming food, the things that you do before you consume them that you do in the same way every time, actually make you enjoy them more. Yeah. Because you're bonding with the food yep. in a way. And Definitely. so it's like, you know, when you sing the song and put blow out the candles, it's so much more than just like, like you said in um, the last episode about candles, like the, it's so much more than just entertainment mm. at the party. It's yeah. actually like making it more enjoyable and profound for you. That was, yeah, ritual, I think is the key thing that I've extracted from a lot of these things is its role in, in grounding you and centering you in the experience and the moment of that. And so you can be truly connected with it yeah and and enjoy it um yeah yeah. it's not just going through motions and like oh i guess this is what we do because that's honestly even though i loved it all that's how i used to think Mm. of those things i was like that's just what you do at a birthday like duh but now like now i recognize each of those things as having a lot of depth because Mm. of how far back they go like you just said as well as just in the moment making it more meaningful Mm. And mm. it's, yeah, it's so cool. It's so, so cool. Mm. I didn't think I could love birthdays anymore. I feel like before the podcast, I just kind of blindly loved them. Yeah. But, you know, I was just like, I love birthdays. I love your birthday. I love your birthday. I love your birthday. I love my birthday. Right. But now. Oh, do you feel like you can wield birthdays even more profoundly now? Because I think like, so, because I think I'll be more thoughtful about them. Yeah. And I don't think it'll just be like a blah, like explosion, expo, mm-hmm. explosion, explosion of like mm. birthday joy. I think it'll. Yeah, I, I feel like I know them really well. I know why they're important to me now. Mm-hmm. And I know, I don't know, I guess I've always been good at making people feel special. Mm-hmm. But now, um, yeah, I think I'll just approach them in a slightly different way, mm. which Lovely. is awesome. Yeah. Because I don't want to be a blind follower. No. That's not me. And I think that's, if I can speculate or sense into. <laughs> you may. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Um, if I sense into maybe a lot of relationships with things, there is this tendency for blind following. Um, and I think that maybe might have a little bit of the kernel or, or involvement in people's sort of icky relationship with birthdays. Totally. Because there's, there's a sense of people following for the sake of it, but people haven't actually taken time to establish what it is that it, they connect with and what, what is the meaning making happening within their relationship with birthdays because as we know and what we've explored it can come in all shapes and sizes you can have as many things involved or as little things involved yeah you know it doesn't have to have candles or cake or all those elements they're they're definitely key ingredients over that have evolved over the rituals but they don't need to be a part of it and the, the main thing is just your relationship with probably primarily connecting with other people yeah and appreciating life on a you know an annual basis that yeah you know because i think it's easy to just cruise through life yeah but without these important moments to stop and take take stock of things and take stock of your friends and take stock of yourself and appreciate the sort of acknowledge and appreciate the the inner development that's happened over the course of your life and the sort of how that's manifested in in the outside world you know, in, in sort of in a co-creation, in sort of a collaborative role with your friends. Like, that's what it is. Like, life is such a collaboration in a lot of ways. And fuck yeah. Let's yeah, party I, and celebrate that collaboration. Like, definitely. You know, who I am, and I've said this before, is, you know, like a big part and Odin thank you to everyone else who's with me in this birthday because, like, like if you just locked me into a cupboard with by myself, probably would just... You know, you know when you go in a pantry, right? And you go to look for food and then you open it up and you're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and you find like a little shriveled up shrunken carrot and you're like, oh, how long have you been there for? And you're like all dark and black and yeah. really undernourished. That's what it'd be like, I think, if you totally. put a human being into a cupboard and just locked it away for a bit and pulled it out and you're like, oh. Yeah, oh God. Oh. What have you become? You managed to survive. I don't know how, but oh, you're not. Are you human? Yeah. Mm. Definitely. And it takes a lot of the pressure off as well, like that collaborative aspect, because Mm. a lot of people, there's a message commonly around birthdays that's like, it's your day, it's all about you, you can do whatever you want on this day, Mm. you're the king or the queen of the day. (laughs) And then like that not only puts a lot of pressure on you, Mm. it also like, it takes away most of the fun. Yeah, totally. Like when it becomes collaborative, then it isn't just about you, it's about everyone that's made you you, like you said. And Mm. that's 
amazing.、Mm. All you want to do is celebrate with the people you love.、Mm. It's not、exactly. a day that you can boss people around. And I wish weddings would be looked about looked at in that same yeah, way instead of、right? it being your day. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a very healthy way to look at any event or celebration. Or- and I, I sense that it is. It, there is like、uh, responses. Two weddings and other things, which are starting to take that form a bit more. Oh, good. Okay. Like, okay, I feel like the ones that sort of bypass the church and just have like this. It's quite common. I hear people just whisking off, getting the legal paperwork done, and then rejoining with everyone at a, at a party together. Yeah, that's you know? sure. That is coming, becoming more common. Yeah. So I feel like that's an emergent element of that. We. Haven't shared that many personal birthday stories on the podcast. Surprisingly, no, we haven't. Surprisingly, yeah, yeah. Like we in the beginning when we were going to start the podcast, we we thought that would be a big part of it,、mm. but we never ended up doing it. So、yeah. I'd love to talk about some of our favorite birthday moments in yeah, our lives. Sure. Do you have any standouts, like best or worst, or anywhere in between? Um, I don't have worst moments. Like I just have weird little childhood memories of moments where I just. Chuck tantrums, and I was really felt like <laughs> the birthday wasn't doing me justice. Yeah. So I remember rewinding back to、um, this was like a I would call the stereotypical、uh, arc of a birthday party where you have everyone arrives, everyone gives you gifts. There's games like pass the parcel,、um, what's the time, Mr. Wolf.、Um, there's a table full of just kids' food everywhere, hundreds and thousands, honey joys. Chocolate crackles, you know, all those elements, and then the final like sort of escalation to wishing me happy birthday, the cake. But during one of the games of what's the time, <laughs> Mister Wolf, I somehow was in competition. I'm a very competitive person in a lot of ways, and I think at that time I just couldn't handle losing too well, and I tripped and fell over, and it was really painful, and. I saw one of my friends cheat as well, and so I think what it is, I just had a big sense of injustice when I was a little <laughs> kid. Oh my god, injustice stings like nothing else. It does. Even I remember、day. just like I can't control this. This is bullshit. And then like looking to like all the, the you know the official authorities, mum, dad, and everyone else, and like, what are you going to do about this? Clearly, this is your own domain. They're like, oh well, and you're like,、oh, how dare you? You, it's my birthday,、yeah. and you didn't even stand up for me. And so I, it was just that one moment I cracked it. And then later on, because I was already in that sort of feeling like a bit sort of you know not cared for, something happened around interaction with my friends where they got favoured in something, and I thought that that's it. it. And I cracked it, and I cried, and I ran and hid under my bed and just sat there and cried for、oh、the rest of my life. Oh my god! How many birthday parties end in tears for kids? It's just—it's <laughs> outrageous. No wonder, because he's so highly stimulated by everything. I know it's so much、yeah. for one kid to handle. Yeah, it's huge. Oh my god! What about you? Have you got any little? Um, actually, I have a really hard time remembering my childhood birthdays. Yeah, I just like I have quite a good memory normally. Yeah, and for some reason, I can't think of any. Right. I don't know what it is. So,、yeah. definitely a standout birthday. The earliest one I remember. Is um my fifteenth birthday? I just moved from Arizona to Pennsylvania,、uh-huh. so all the way across the country,、mm. and that was right before high school. So I moved in the summer, and then、wow. high school was starting in August, like September, the end of the summer. That's a lot of stuff. So、happening. it was huge, and I was like, I was not happy. Like I was really not happy, and you know, like we moved away from a few of my siblings because they were staying in Arizona,、mm. and we just lived like the east and west coast are so different, and like、mm. it was just it was a lot. I was I was borderline depressed for a few months. Like I was like I do not want to be here. Starting high school, my high school it had a lot of feeder schools. Yeah. So maybe four, five, maybe four feeder schools. So all the kids going into it knew each other,、mm. like whether from their own school or from like the. Yeah. Events that the schools would do together, so I was like, "Well, this is very clicky. I don't stand a chance." But I luckily fell in with like a group of friends that was just amazing、mm. quite quickly. So I was、okay. lucky, but you know, it just takes a while to feel like you're really、yeah. a part of a group, no matter how amazing they are. And you're going through a very big development phase as well. Exactly. It、mm. was just a tough time. So my 15th birthday was in November, so that's like a few months after the school year started. And that group of friends, they threw me a surprise birthday party. It was not only the first surprise birthday party I'd ever had, but it was like、Aww. in a situation where I was like, I didn't fully feel integrated into the group yet. I didn't feel like I had my place yet. Yeah. And then they threw me a surprise birthday party. <laughs> it was like a sleepover, and it was at my friend Teresa's house, and 
I thought we were just like gonna do, I don't know what I thought we were doing, but I got there and then Teresa was like, I forgot something in the basement, just follow me down. And I went to the basement and all the other friends were there. <laughs> they shouted surprise and there was Aww. a cake. I just felt so special. I felt so special and yeah. I was like, oh my God, maybe it won't be so bad here. Like yeah. I felt so loved and supported and for the first Aww. time in months, like I didn't, I wasn't pining for my yeah. home in Arizona. So that was, that was hugely, wow. that had a huge impact on me. Yeah. So that would definitely be one of my best birthdays of all mm. time. And then my second, another really good one was my 28th birthday, which was a combination birthday and baby shower. Oh, lovely. And it was such a good day. It was just like so many people I loved in a picnic in the park and... I was plying them all with alcohol yeah, and yeah, I was just yeah. like giving them like, you know, I was the first time I think that I was providing something at a party like yep. for everybody. Yeah. And really my in-laws provided the alcohol <laughs> and the food, not me, but I got yeah. all the credit. And, um, it was such a beautiful day as it well. It was a beautiful day. Yeah. I was just so, so happy that day. I just felt so loved and a few friends flew down from Sydney for it. And yeah. I just felt so loved. It was just all my favorite people celebrating two really important yeah. events, like a birthday and a soon-to-be birthday That's of my son. That's such a nice little combination. What well, yeah. yeah. I highly recommend joint baby shower birthdays if you get the chance. <laughs> oh, I am. my best. And uh, so you don't have any particularly so, m- more recent shitty birthdays that stand <laughs> out for whatever reason? No. I've, um, oh. <laughs> No, like I, I don't remember them being shitty, but it's also because I had a big patch of birthdays just being blowouts and just getting really drunk. And yeah, same. That's probably why like, yeah, it's hard to remember a lot of and, them. Um, but I, I, I think the birthdays I've appreciated is when I've been able to be present with them. Um, the other ones where you kind of go out and it's a bit of a token one has been a bit bit hard. And, um, you know, like I think about my, my 21st, and even my very belated 30th, um, where all dress ups. And so they're always really fun. And the 21st actually, I felt very, felt very, very special and loved. Oh, good. Cause, um, it was an eighties party. So everyone dressed up and just people went really all out. Like just at that time I had a lot of people who were really into it. And so put a lot of effort and I had my friend Russell dress up as a transformer and actually built and assembled using cardboard boxes, the proper Optimus Prime. <laughs> and so he was completely like, and it was the most impractical immobile outfit ever, but it yeah, what about the toilet? great, you know? Um, <laughs> so it was great to see that. And um, I dressed up as fire, uh, the, the fire version of Mario who could throw fireballs. Oh, amazing. Um, and it was just a, a really special time, I think where I had a lot of my family there, both my mum and dad there and, got to hear just it's really rare for me to have all my family in one room because my parents are divorced and have all my friends there so i think for me that was a great sense of really like really touching for me like um, bringing a few worlds together yeah kind of had whole you know like had everyone in yeah. the room and, and hearing everyone tell the stories and sharing things and cringing and like really having to kind of like air out some of your your closet things and yeah i think that was a really nice process yeah um, so a lot of people told little stories. Yeah, that's definitely, awesome. definitely. Um, and that stuff you're probably like partially like, yeah. no, don't. And a lot of people it. we know are very good storytellers, right? So yeah. they really can embellish <clears throat> a yarn a fair bit. That's awesome. Yeah. Twenty first seemed to be like if you don't get carried away and let the pressure get the best of you, it seems yeah. like twenty first are usually that sort of thing where you bring all you all the people you love together yeah. in one place, and that doesn't happen very often. No, like it doesn't. Said. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think every other birthday that I've really enjoyed have been parks. Just parks. Oh, with picnic birthdays. It's yeah. the way to go. I think my 21st was so a picnic. Yep. People can come and go. And, oh, my God. And I love the transient nature of the day. Like yeah. when I did my 29th, it was in my front lawn. And yeah. I pulled all my lounge suite out into the front lawn. And so I kind of made an outdoor lounge room. It's and so, so good. Yeah. It's like wandering, wander Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. It's really important to, um, like we've done, gone back through the episodes to reflect on our birthdays and even just revisiting or trying the best, as best as we can to delve into the memory banks to, to, to revisit that. Because I think each time you go back into the memories, you pull them out, you dust them off, you look at them again, but they change every time. And we found that through a lot of research and studies that memories change each time you pull them out because every time you engage with them, 
you engage with them from a very different perspective and person. That's true. At that point, a new and lens. so your memories change every time, and so that's why there are people you can't you can't rely on memories. So it's like well you, you can like the essence of the truth is there. It's just that how you relate to them changes. Yeah. Um, and so I think maybe we can chat about for this next part is how have we changed in our relationship to birthdays from when we first kind of nervously sort of shakily set up our <laughs> recording studio in my lounge room, I believe, yeah. at the time, and um, to now where we're in your lounge room. Yeah. Seems to be this. Uh, <laughs> we've come so far from yeah, I know, Brunswick right? to COVID. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've really escalated. Well, it's definitely a lot more prettier in here. I feel like oh, we've improved you. on the decor. Thank you. <laughs> Incredibly so. <laughs> I'm definitely going to treat birthdays differently going forward. Mm. And I also look at, so my 29th birthday, which was my last one, yeah, was a really crappy birthday for me. And I felt a lot of like, just a lot of feel. I had a lot of feelings about it. Like, mm. I don't know, some resentment, some anger, a sadness. It was yeah. just a really bad week and all kind of mm. around my birthday. Yeah, And I, I had the, like I said, feelings of resentment and anger. But since we started exploring birthdays a bit more, I look at that differently mm. and I kind of, I think that I'm going to use that as an example to myself going forward of like what went wrong, like what a birthday shouldn't be mm. and what it should be. Mm. If I want to, cause you know, I love birthdays and I do yeah. place importance on them. So I'm definitely going to keep celebrating them. Yeah. But I think I just need to be more thoughtful about how I celebrate them and that that can change every year. Mm. Like it doesn't have to be. I don't have to have a party every year or have yeah. a big dinner every year yeah. if that's not what I want to do. And last year, my 29th birthday, I put I was feeling quite socially isolated, like coming out of a really hard first year with Lenny, feeling just, I don't know, feeling really isolated and kind of left behind socially. Like I really, I was really feeling it because it had been building all year of just not feeling like I was being supported and looking back, I should have asked for more support. It's a two-way street. But it's anyway, so... Hard, yeah. so yeah, it was it was a really shitty one, but I felt like, well, I have got to do something, so I guess I'll do something and just put an invite out to people and see what happens. And it was almost like, I don't know, it was almost like I was just setting myself up for a shitty time because mm. I was forcing something. I left it really late because I didn't want to do it, so mm. I did it really late. And then, of course, most people couldn't make it because mm. it was like the day before, and then I was just even more angry. Mm. And that's so out of my character to have that sort of rage. So I really regret how I treated that birthday yeah. and I'm, I'm never going to treat it that way again. I'm just going to assess how I feel every year mm. and do what I want to do. Yeah. This year I'm on my actual birthday. I'm going to yeah. go see a freaking movie. I'm going to take the day off yeah. work and see a movie and get a massage and have lunch by myself. And you taught me that. Like so You introduced me to the idea of seeing a movie by yourself on your birthday. Mm. And as you know, I'm having a big friend dinner the next week and I'm super excited about that. But on my actual birthday, I'm just going to have me time because that's what I really value yeah, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you know what's really funny because that, that um, 29th birthday you had, I actually really had a really lovely time that day. It was. I had a great time while I was there. Yeah. And I, under, I understand the context, but yeah. um, there was something really nice about that where the pressure was taken off. Yeah. On everybody and we could just hang out and really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and I guess that was still in the early days of us doing the podcast and getting yeah. each other. But um, I think, yeah. In the same vein, like talking to you and having that experience of a birthday and then realizing like my birthday just land was landing in very awkward periods of the year where I'm trying to finish off final assignments and it's just like I can't, like I feel really guilty for making time to go out and do a birthday celebration because I feel like I'm obligated to. Yeah. Um, but like you said, like through that one act that I did about like, oh, I'm going to go out and do something nice for my birthday. But even realizing this year of experimenting, using a lot of how you've approached birthdays as, as sort of an inspiration guide and, you know, then all of a sudden seeing Laura, my new partner, for the you know, starting that new relationship, I started experimenting with being ex like adventurous with birthdays again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and not feeling the pressure to have to do something big for everyone's birthday all the time or even my own. And I realize now like it really just depends on how I feel each year. Like, totally. like you said. And like – this year, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling like I could do a birthday and I might. I'm not sure yet. Um, I'm definitely going up to see my dad. Nice. Spend time with my dad and, and Laura because that's important. Um, so that's definitely the one thing earmarked. Um, I was on a bit of a lead. I had a thread and then the thread disappeared. But are you going to do something? 
maybe you're going to say you can do those things for your birthday this year. Mm. So I was thinking that I appreciated taking the pressure off. And through taking the pressure off, I felt I was actually more motivated and inspired to do things because inspiration struck for ideas for presents when they did and sometimes they didn't. And sometimes I didn't, I wasn't really on top of everyone's birthday because there's lots of birthdays now. There's a lot of birthdays now. <laughs> and accepting that that's actually a valid reason. Like, you know, like as long as I get to get to them and contact them in some way, in the way that I want to, then I'm happy with that. Yeah. And realizing that it actually relies on a whole ecosystem of friends to also celebrate that person's birthday. So if I can't get there to, to try and organize something for them, then I'm, I'm hoping that someone else will. Yeah. And so that's what has happened this year is that there's been people organizing a little quick group present or a little group get together or little quick moments where people have got together to rally a few things. You know, I've organized some stuff and that's where I've enjoyed it the most is when I can quickly organize it with friends to do something rather than me having to go off and try and i don't know do yeah because then it becomes a one-man show again yeah exactly and that's where it loses its fun it does like yeah. whether you're organizing it for someone special or for yourself yeah it's just not fun if it's one person involved no, <laughs> doing it all you know whether yeah. yeah i've um realized in the power of ritual which birthdays are very good at using um is appreciating the power of cycles as well like i feel like the time to be active the time to be rest and like you had mentioned before you just come out a moment you you went through a moment of um feeling a bit isolated and sort of retracted yeah i had been the same at the same time so i kind of emerged out of this space yeah. together with this podcast um and realizing that those moments are equally important sometimes birthdays seem to work in contradiction with those, those periods of time where you kind of need to be a bit more uh withdrawn but you still be wanting to be with people and so i don't know finding that balance is interesting yeah but you can still have that time where you need to rest and not be extroverted but maybe have a bit more of a pared back birthday people can still acknowledge you and yeah yeah and like if you're just if you're making your birthday exactly what you want it to be that year you're not going to be disappointed because you're you're in control of it you just like yeah one of the biggest things i've learned is just don't wait around for someone to guess what you want. Like, mm. and that extends way beyond birthdays. Mm. Like if you, if you want something, if something's important to you, you mm. have to tell them, you have to make it clear. Yeah. People can't read your mind. You gave me, <laughs> you gave me the courage for that actually. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in, re yeah. In relationships, like just with your partner, like, yeah, it, it's, Seriously, too big to talk about totally. right now on this podcast. <laughs> I know. But I mean, it's huge, And we're just like, getting soppy and like, uh, yeah. all the feelings. <sighs> <laughs> One thing I'm not going to miss about this, Jerry, yeah. is our mother flipping technical difficulties. <laughs> you guys may not, you probably realize because the podcast sounds different like every, every time, time we release yeah. an episode, but we've had some doozies. Like, we just never really got yeah. there with the technical stuff. Just like, <laughs> like just like the, um, the question, you know, the meaning of life. Every time you think you've cracked it, there's this little thing that comes in. And it's happened with our technical setup. That's why we've moved studios like three or four times. We've actually been in some wonderful places like Officeworks. Yeah, we, we recorded <laughs> two episodes in Officeworks. Um, my microphone broke a few episodes ago. It just yeah. freaking broke. So now we're using Jerry's. And we nearly broke my microphone <laughs> in our very last Today. episode. <laughs> Um, and oh technology God. doesn't want to come to the party and it doesn't. like I blame technology and I know it's just people, it, it's, uh, it's people who design technology and it's yep. people who don't know how to use technology. And that's yep. what I'm going to say. I and could rant about this for hours. combination is, um, it's explosive. Yeah, it's explosive. <laughs> but we've managed to get there in the end. And it and sounds okay. Yeah. We've, Hopefully we've it learned, hasn't been. We've learned a lot. We've and learned And now the pressure's on you with new format. To I know. Really, well, you'll be able to just like potentially you could build a nice little fabric cubby house <laughs> that you can actually sit in. Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to do, yeah, I'm going to do a few tests. Yeah. See, yeah, I've just got to see how it sounds. <laughs> I'm re I want to tell you what it is, Jer, but I want to no, 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 no. for you as well. Just, just, just let it be surprise a surprise. Party. That'd be wonderful. Yeah. Did you know I reviewed my notes? Yeah. And I have over 110 pages worth of notes <gasps> for wow. the whole season of Happy that. Birthday, the podcast. I sh mine are all in different... Um, Different documents. Oh, okay. So yeah, for yeah. one for each episode. Yeah. So I can't see. I would love to know how many words I wrote because it would be a buttload. <laughs> one thing I found in my notes that I always wanted to tell you, and it's really just, it'll take about one minute to talk about. Yeah. 
Pippa Middleton's wedding cake was a four-tiered fruit cake. (laughs) Isn't that just outlandish? Everyone hates fruit cake. I guess she's in the UK. No way. I bet you, like, she's, you you know, the people she hangs out with. But they're fancy, aren't they? They're too fancy for, like, sponge. But sponge is also fancy. I don't, I don't get that. But there are weird mutations of people who like fruitcake. Yeah, you're right. And they're mostly our parents. <laughs> this mutants are mostly our parents. <laughs> and Pippa's crowd. A four-tiered fruitcake. Oh, Pippa. I don't know. It's just, I guess it's unexpected. I just, I want to believe in my heart that she, she didn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> and she probably didn't. And maybe the it queen, probably was out of her hands. The queen and... was like, by royal decree, four-tiered fruitcake. Yeah, like the, the, <laughs> the royal PR... You know, people <laughs> yeah. had said, look, they sorry, put the pressure on. fruitcake's thin this year and we're going to do it. It's not this year. It's a thing 300 years ago, but we're going <laughs> to throw them, back tell to that. Tell that to the, to the monarchy. <laughs> so all the things that I had in my notes yep. that I didn't get to talk about, that was the one thing that I pulled out. <laughs> but I was like, nah, this needs to be said. <laughs> uh, there's one more thing that I think... Oh, we, we, need a, we need a, we need a bit of closure on because we've, we've also gone on not just adventures with birthdays, but... We've also gone on a bit of a birthday adventure with Kanye. We have. Kanye's been through thick and thin with us. He has. And we've really got to learn about his generous, generous, generous heart and wallet. (laughs) His heart and wallet may be uh, indistinguishable from each other. I don't know. We've learned from his birthday game. Yeah. Well, first, I'm just going to pull out his, for his birthday, and I can't remember, it's his latest one, right? Another part of his present for his latest birthday. Sweet little Kim surprised him by taking him to Japan. He oh. loves Japan and she's never been. And so what they did is they actually disguised themselves in hoodies and like kind of little big clothing that could disguise him. And they managed to get like two weeks of being incognito. Like unrecognized. Yeah, <gasps> incognito wow. throughout Japan. And it wasn't until like the last week or so everyone started catching on the word got out. But they got to experience two whole weeks of being just non, uh, not known. What a relief. And um, what a great place to do that in Japan. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. I feel happy for them. My relationship with Kanye is a little hot and cold, but yeah. I feel really happy for them in that way. And I think that's perhaps is a big metaphor for maybe the glimmer of hope for them as a couple as they go forward and hopefully for all the wonderful birthdays they get to spend together. And I was really curious about... What is their future together? And now that we aren't going to be maybe following them anymore, I really wanted just a bit of a sense of, are they going to be okay? Yeah. Do they have a future? So I turned to their horoscopes. Good idea. So I thought that would have been clear cut in, in sort of the, in the stars and what their future would be, but there's a lot of conflicts going on around what's their destiny. Okay. Well, they were never going to be uncomplicated. And um, it seems like, one school of horoscope thought, which I think is the commercial pop pop music version of horoscopes, tends to think that they're going to be perfect together. They're a perfect match because we have Kanye, who's a Gemini, and Kim, who's a Libra. And that's why they fit each other so well. Okay. Kim's balanced in the way she wants to approach things. You know, they're always entertained by someone who's a bit more extroverted, such as Gemini. Um they can match each other in intellectual sort of ferocity. And I guess that's just very complimentary. They balance their energies. But then I discovered that there's a whole other world to uh, reading the stars that I didn't know. And I, I couldn't write it all down because it was just too much. But there's even more details down to the point of where all the planets were aligned in those particular people's lives at the moment they were born. Um, and so they all mean very different things for that person. So it's not just like the month. No, like, you know, the, no, the it's, it's like it's the whole celestial arrangement. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those ones forecasted a doubt in their relationship oh. that it was going to take a lot for them to maintain that because in the end, the conflicts in their personalities would win out. So Kanye, and he's very extroverted, very sure way of seeing the world and how things are going to be might come at the expense of the relationship in some ways and kim's perspective on being balanced and wanting to do business in very different ways to kanye could be a conflict but 
Who knows? Who knows? So what do you feel in your heart? My heart, my heart is they will break up eventually. Yeah, me too. I kind of just feel like that's territory of the world. Um, people grow apart naturally anyway. But I feel like the intensity that you go at being a celebrity in the spotlight, not to mention being business partners and just just, just so much more extra logistical like oh my God. attachments involved. And when you put business into it, it really makes things a bit more complicated. Um, it's got to be high stress. Totally. And I kind Very of feel like in the end, if you can't separate, like not separate it, but if you can't have parts of your life that are not within that world that you can cultivate in your own that aren't dependent on that then when that stuff starts to go shaky and you haven't got that to rely on then that's your relationship yeah that's true and a lot of their personas are projected right so they're scripted the well uh, sort of manicured so finding that that sort of separation or just not even separation, but how do you move from that projection back to who you are? The all real the time? relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, like living that facade. I think you get confused a lot of the time. Yeah. What do you feel in your heart? In my heart of hearts, Jerry, I feel they will not make it yeah. as a couple. Yeah. I mean, I all you you no one ever knows what's going on in a relationship. No. Really, all you see is what the, what's on the outside, and that can be quite deceiving. Yeah. But even from the outside, it seems a little complicated to me. Mm. Um, and if couples that I perceive from the outside to be very solid and super compatible, like for instance, I don't usually care about couples, celebrity couples at all. Like when they no. break up, I don't feel sad. But <laughs> I did feel a little sad when a couple recently broke up for some reason. Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt. Oh. I, just, I really like both of them. Yeah. And they just seemed super fun anytime yeah. they were together in public that I saw in yep. coverage of them. And they broke up, and it's just like, oh, well, that's what I get for giving a crap about a celebrity couple. And they just seemed amazing and mm. genuine and kind of like removed from the spotlight. So if they can't do it, Kim and Kanye, I mean. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely <laughs> and we not. And we can insult Kanye as much as we want because, you know, we were kind of always tiptoeing around it because we were hoping to yeah. get him on the podcast. <laughs> And now that the podcast, as we know it, is ending, I mean... But I feel like the best way to lure Kanye out is to really go for the jugular. That's true. Yeah, because he'll want to retaliate. He will. Well, maybe Kanye is part of my new format plan. It's a pity... Joe and Kanye. It's a pity that um, (laughs) we've got all these, like... You know, we've had to knock back Jay-Z so many times, but maybe we'll just entertain Jay-Z. No, let's hold out for Kanye. No, no, stuff Kanye. I I think Jay-Z's way better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm nudging and winking Joe because I'm baiting you, Kanye. Yeah, I mean... We, we could do way better anyway. Yeah. I think there's like a whole like... Honestly, I'd rather have like a piece of poop on the show than Kanye. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Let's just get a piece of poop in. Like Poopier. And yeah. we'll just have a chat to Poopier about yeah. his relationship with... Big old like flaming pile of poop. Like we'll light it on fire. Big old Kim flaming... Kim Dungnashian. Yeah. 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 Cool. This is where our podcast is sent to now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've really like... We brought the big guns today, guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um. Well, I kind of feel like it's the last day of school or something. Do you feel like that? Yeah. And you know what? Because it's the last day of school, I'm just going to sip my tea on air. <laughs> mo- moment that we've always been wanting to make noises and we can do it. Yeah, I feel like, you know, throw caution to the wind. <laughs> it's so close. <sighs> ha, bang on the table. <laughs> Take that, podcast. Old classic bang on the table. I bet you missed that, everybody. Yeah. Oh my God. Early days. It's like, how did we not know that like banging both hands on the table, both palms down was not okay? We've learned a yeah, lot. we have. Um, well, Jer, you know yeah. what? This has been freaking it's awesome. It's been amazing. And it's been great. I've gotten to know you just on a friendship level, like mm. apart from birthdays and all that bullshit. Yeah. Like I've gotten to know you so much, so much more. I feel like we're so much closer. And I think that, I think that will carry forward. I don't know, I think we'll be really tight forever now. And that's amazing. And that's the best we're thing We're not Kanye and Kim, and I think that's the magical ingredient. Exactly. Yeah. I feel in my heart of hearts that <laughs> we can go the distance. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I, at the same time, I'd like to express a really deep gratitude for having to have had the pleasure and honor of sharing the space with you, um, you know, week in, week out. And you having shared and divulged such a generous part of yourself and I think that's rare, and I just wanted to appreciate that. Thanks, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad that you kind of draw that out of me because it can be hard for me to open up. Oh, So, cool. it's yeah, it's been helpful to me as well. Mm. Yep. And to everyone else out there, I'd like to 
I'd like to just send a big thank you to everyone out there for listening and indulging this little yeah. experiment for a while. Um, it's been wonderful to engage and hear how everyone's related to it and find that there was actually quite a committed group of people who really enjoyed it and looked forward to it. And um, it really has impacted them in a lot of ways and sort of very similar sentiments that we've expressed. And so I think ooh, I'd like to say, I say a big, 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 Hip hip hooray to everyone, to everyone, because I think that's what's deserved. <laughs> yeah, and I second that. A hip hip hooray to you all. That's it. Don't be sad. School's out for the summer. No <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's that day that comes just once a year, we are happy. Short and you have just been